This is another message from the underground. The voice of free earth brought to you by Paul Seals, straight from the source. You are here now with a special purpose to fulfill. And you are not alone. This is it, family. It's up to us. One planet, one spiritual source in a multitude of forms. Stay human, protect the planet, raise the consciousness. Hi guys, Paul Seals with another message from the underground. Thank you for joining us. We've got a very special guest today, George Cavasilis. I've known George for a, a number of years. So George is an Australian author, mentor and public speaker. Author of Our Universal Journey, George embodies a limitless passion in addressing life's primordial questions. Who are we? Where do we come from? And what are we doing here? All that George shares stems from direct experience. Some find his work challenging, yet for others, it is incredibly liberating. George Cavasilis, thanks for joining us. <laughs> oh, Paul, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's yeah. so good to see you again. We're, I haven't seen you for a number of years and we got to catch up for a lovely dinner recently. So Yeah, it was fantastic. Really yeah. enjoyed that. So you're, you're now based on the east coast of Queensland in Australia. I am, yeah. Loving the sunny coast. Yeah. yeah. It's a gorgeous place to be living. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So we'll just we'll work our way into it uh, gently, George, but mm -hmm. uh, who are we and what what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you know those, yeah. It's really interesting when I get asked those questions because you cannot you cannot give the elevator speech on that one. No. Yeah, yeah, um, the the 60 second elevator pitch on uh, what's the meaning of life. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's uh, it all came about for me when I was having all these really extraordinary experiences in my life, like, mm. you know, way out the ordinary. Um, and I was doing my best to reconcile them. And then after many years of that occurring, well, it's from when I was a young age, I've had it throughout my whole life. Uh, I came to realize that, um, you know, things were happening for a reason. And I wanted to, um, you know, really cultivate the wisdom from my experiences. And uh, when, when I started living that process, Paul, I then realized that I, 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 what emerged from within me was this innate sense of responsibility and obligation back towards my humanity, my human family, towards Mother Earth. And I thought, you know, there's something, something's going on here because all the other people I talk to, they're not having these experiences. And even if there are the people who are having extraordinary experiences, um, they're not having the flavor or the type of experiences that I'm having. So it was like, okay, really trying to nut out what was, what was going on in my life with all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. So for the uninitiated, I mean, you, as we mentioned earlier, you're, a, you're an author, uh, and an mm -hmm. interesting thing is like, even in reading that, uh, for you, for my knowledge of you, it's really hard to sort of contain ourselves to, uh, to labels or descriptions or to categories or, mm who we are in essence, but um, how's your, uh, how was your 2020 for you in, in relation to what we've been experiencing individually and collectively at the moment? Yeah, look, you know, my 2020, at the very beginning of the year, I, I called it out to be the year of clarity. 
you know, because the whole 2020 vision thing. And I knew it was going to bring about a lot of realizations and a lot of things were going to start to open up. Just had that feeling about the year. Mm. Um, so I feel like the year had its label correct, the whole 2020 vision thing. And uh, um, I found that it was a year of a lot of uh, uh, inner work, like coming back into myself and, you know, the metaphor of we're all under this sort of like house detention, house arrest style of, you know, construct uh, or implementation of laws and regulations. Some of us were It's like we were, forced, we were forced to go inside. Mm. And we were forced to go inside, mm. right? So it's this beautiful out, outer world, inner world congruence thing. And for those who, who, who chose to take that journey inward, um, you know, we got to really look at everything and reevaluate everything. And there's a whole new level of awareness of all the madness and the control systems and the stripping away of human liberties and freedoms. And, you know, we, we are looking at a, a, a pretty sick, uh, you know, I, I use the terminology because I've, I've had to deal with them in my life path um, that, you know, most of them are sociopaths, but there are some elements out there that are genuine psychopaths. And if, yeah. I, if I can say that, we, we're dealing with a psychosis. You can say and, anything on this uh, on this podcast, George. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's sort of no, as Hunter S. Thompson said, it never gets weird enough for me. Well, mate, you know, and it's and it's not a far stretch. Uh, they're proving it to us every day. Yeah, you know, with the decisions they're making and the laws, and you know, if you've got a farmer out in country Victoria who's been forced to wear a mask with, you know, thousands of acres around him and no one around, yeah, then you know, how how does that work? So. You know, kids, we, kids swimming in a swimming pool being made to wear masks. How does that? This is insane. People driving cars by themselves, yeah. Yeah. made to wear masks inside the car. Like you know, the whole the whole ideology. It's 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 ideology. It's idiocracy. It is you know absurd. So mm. it's not founded on science. Yeah. And actually, the moment you introduce real science into the equation, uh, they're actually exposed. You know, quite quite quickly. Yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, we've had a lot of guests and that sort of thing um, over the last couple of years and very knowledgeable intellectual people that mm. uh, got to have conversations with, including, you know, in all sorts of fields, including uh, electromagnetic frequencies and radiation and all sorts of yeah. stuff and of events that people like yourself that have attended over the years. And, you know, it's interesting that um, how quickly people have a tendency to dismiss things mm. as conspiracy theory, particularly in you know, being devoid of any critical thinking. It seems to be a, a throwaway line for people just to sort of throw at people to stick and, and uh, so they don't have to, like, sort of dig deeper and look deeper for themselves. Well, anyone who, anyone who throws, um, you know, the, that label, that terminology or that phrase, because that, word association, it's actually NLP word association. So anyone who throws that one at me, I just, I just look at them and I go, you realise that's a programmed response? Yeah. You know? And, and, oh, yeah, that works really good. Try that one on for size next time. Okay, what happens? What happens. What's, what's been your experience? That's a programmed response. Oh, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. No. Oh, so that's a programmed response. It's, and, you, and you just say, where did you get that, that word association from, those two words together? Mm. Where, did, where did that come into your mind from, you know? Yeah. Oh, I heard it on TV. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> it's mm. a programmed response. Mm. Uh, people don't realise that, um, you know, the way we're being treated is like uh, um, if you look at folks who, okay, 
uh, I'll take it back. I'll take it back a step. Space Odyssey 2001. Yeah. Stanley, you know? Was that Stanley Kubrick? Stanley Kubrick, right? Yeah. And, and what, what do we have with, with that going on, right? Mm. Well, what we have is towards the end of the movie, the black monolith lands on Earth and then you have all the natives, all the apes of that planet worshipping the black monolith. Well, what are we carrying around? The black mirror. Black monolith, right? What do we have on my desk here talking to you through the black monolith? You sit in your lounge room, what do you stare at? The black monolith. Okay? So instead of being hardwired, right, with a cable, and we're plugged in hardwired, it's 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 like a soft soft plug-in, right? Like a Wi-Fi almost, where you sit down and you stare at it, and 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 we're getting downloaded information, mm. and then we go about our day, behaving, and acting out the program that was delivered into our field of consciousness. Yeah. Okay. So I stopped watching commercial media about fifteen years ago when I had this realization big time. And, and also very sensitive to all the mind control and subliminals and EMFs and, you know, I, I really feel a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and I knew back then, so I got straight out. And uh, I, I can tell you now that was one of the best things I ever did. So I cannot recommend highly enough to people just to unplug from the mainstream media and choose to where your sources of information are and just dive in and come back out. And, and remain in your centered state. So your true nature should be home base. That's, yeah. that's your home. And then you dive into the matrix, play around, do what you've got to do, but come back. Yeah. You know? Come back and uh, get clean yourself up and, and scrub some of those energies off that stick <laughs> onto you sometimes. I know this happens to me. I have a tendency to be a little bit empathic or what some people would call sensitive as well, George. And uh, yeah. yeah, I just end up sort of feeling things or I'll go out particularly with crowds of people and I'll, I'll come back with stuff. And uh, I've been joking about it, like I've just been burning sage, like it's gone out of fashion. But uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's certainly been an interesting time. Yeah. You've been uh, you, you've been facilitating courses and that sort of thing as well. Can you say a little bit about that? Like what what you mm. what you educate people in? Yeah, because people ask me, what do you do, George? And I say, you know what? Yeah, I I, I do the broad brush spectrum. I go, I'm a life coach. I do life coaching. And and that really works for most people, right? And then and then the next level of inquiry comes along. And what does that mean? What do you do? And I go, well, it's a, I tell them it's a broad spectrum, uh, yeah. you know, label. I said, but I specialize. I have a very unique niche where I specialize in. And I say to them, you know, I'm a big picture guy. So I specialize in the big picture of life, addressing the primordial questions. Who are we? Where do we come from? What are we doing here? And, uh, and in, in, in the life journey that I've had and the experiences that I've had, they've all been about that. So I'm inv- involved behind the scenes in a lot of work in the exopolitical arena and, and, and to a degree the cosmopolitical arena. That's where I really specialize in mm-hmm. those two areas. They're my specialty. And um, and provide life coaching and knowledge and wisdom information in regards to these subject matters of those primordial questions. So the knowledge of who we are is known. Most of, most of life in the universe knows exactly who we are. You know, it's just the uh, the issue we have on our planet with you know the degree of mind control and all these different fields of consciousness. You know, compartmentalizing people in one area or the other or the other. 
but um, yeah, it's with the courses that I run, uh, it's in total congruence with all the knowledge, the information and the structure of life out there. Uh, in the way of understanding there is um, the hologram of the gods, right? And that's based on uh, what, what people term sacred geometry. It's constructed out of those templates. Okay. And, and then you have the natural order of life, which doesn't, you know, came before any maths and geometry. You know, life came first, numbers and mathematics and geometry came a long, long, long way after. So to, to begin to understand... Um, you know, the true nature of life and the hologram of the gods and what is that? You know, it's a pseudo-universal paradigm within our grand universe. Yeah. And But because they've had access, free reign on Earth, you know, it's been assimilated into their structures, into their cultural philosophies, into their spiritual doctrines, into their narratives, and now we're getting into the exopolitical, cosmopolitical arenas, yeah. you know, and, and, and we've been exposed to that for not just four millennia, but we're talking for eras and even epochs of time and, you know, over hundreds of thousands of years, especially the last 365,000 years has been really intense, the way they've been implementing their systems uh, onto Earth and onto humanity. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a very big drama that's playing out and it's been playing out over a long period of time. But what's really interesting about this period of time that we've all chosen to be here now, Paul, and all of you who's, who's listening is this is coming to an end. The time of man and gods and, and the need for them, you know, that, that infantile degree of spiritual maturity where we feel like we need to worship a deity beyond ourselves. You know, that, that type of notion of state of being is now coming to drawing to a close. So, um, you know, our human race is waking up. And because of that void that has been, you know, that, 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 that bringing that to a close, it's created, you know, in the transitional phase of us really blossoming into our maturity as a, as a race, as a species, um, is, is somewhat of a void. We get that in every transition. You'll notice that when something comes to a close in your life and as, you know, you haven't quite got started with the next one yet, there's this little empty period, this empty space. And because we've got that empty space, what's entered into the fray here on Earth is technological intelligence god. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I no longer call it AI because it's not artificial. It's an intelligence that inhabits technology. It's been around the universe for eons and eons and eons and eons and eons of time. And to think that it's emerging now out of our computers on Earth is extremely naive and, you know, totally not getting the, the full understanding comprehension of what we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, what's emerging here on Earth is a new expression of that intelligence that's come into our technology and it's it's the energy that's behind this whole pandemic basically that's that's the intelligence that's driving it uh from the exopolitical realm yeah it's becoming it seems to be coming i mean you're just talking about the last three hundred sixty-five thousand years we're in australia we're still trying to deal with the last 200 particularly yeah. with uh what we've called australia day and uh that was yesterday yes in australia but um and we all felt it yeah yeah I Those energies were intense. Like a deep sense of low frequency and grieving and loss and hmm. all sorts of things. A lot of us that are sensitive really felt it yesterday afternoon. But um, yeah, it's just uh, with what you're ex what you're talking about there and explaining the the rise of the the technocracy 
that's happening at the moment, what we're experiencing in relation to mass surveillance with QR codes and GPS tracking of devices and, and that sort of thing. When you say it's coming to an end, like what sort of timeline do you, do you, do you expect that to be? Because of the fact that you know, mm. with what we're facing with the World Economic Forum and all these, you know, World Health Organizations, etc., they're sort of talking about their agenda 2030s, which is really a decade, which is not a long time in the scheme of things. I can't believe how fast the last 12 months have gone as well. But when you say it's coming to an end, is it is it going to be in this lifetime? Is it going to be uh, uh, in the next 10 years? Is it like in the scheme of things, like you're saying, in the context of the timeline, like what sort of time frame? Are we talking about George? Well, um, you know, without doing predictions or dates, because I, I don't like to do that, uh, uh, and, and contradictory to what I just said, if I fill down the decade, um, you know, there's a reasonable spike in the timeline this year, um, but there's a massive one in 2023, and I don't know what it's about. And I'm just feeling, I've been saying it for the last two years about 2023, there's a, there's a huge spike. And it could be just a personal thing for me. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to have anything to do with, you know, the wider community, but every time I feel into time and, and forward, that's the spike. So something huge is going to happen around then. And I can guess, I can get into high-octane speculation and all these wonderful things and go, um, my favourite scenario, which I would I would love to come to pass, would be proper disclosure. Yeah. That, that for me, would be really wonderful. Um, as challenging as it would be for so many people, for me, it will just be finally, you know. <laughs> Even though it's going to be controlled disclosure, it's controlled opposition and it's coming from empire, which is the hologram of the gods. Um, you know, they're the ones that want to control everything. Um, at the moment, we're still giving them that control, you know. They're doing it because we're allowing them to do it. Yeah. And and we're going to change our attitude towards that as time goes on. We We all will. Uh, my attitude is changing. I know a lot of other people's is changing. And, you know, everything's happening in our world because we're letting it. And there's, uh, there's certain beings in this world who, um, you know, we're in on the from the very beginning of the creation of these realities. And I'm one of them. I know you're one of them. I know lots of people I speak to. A lot of our colleagues are in that space. Uh, but most of them are not aware that they are. Yeah. Um, and how deeply connected they are to this reality. And that's, that's hence that deep-seated sense of responsibility and obligation that comes to mm -hmm. having that passion, that fire to do this type of work. Yeah. Uh, it really stems from that. It's very ancient and it's very old. And, um, you know, we, we are uh, over the next... Uh, we've entered into that phase where that technological intelligence has imposed itself onto the human race and onto this planet. And the reason it's done that is is we're, we're at the end of a fractal process and we're just clearing out the last big relationships that we have that are holding us back from really blossoming and becoming this fully universal light beings, you know, in our own sovereign right, mm -hmm. yeah, um, and, and no longer in any sort of model of subservience uh, in any way, shape or form. So true sovereignty and true liberation. However, there's, there's two big relationships and agreements that the whole human race, all of, all of humanity, every single one of us, you know, uh, have to work through. And that's our relationship with technology, mm. which is the phase we've entered now. Yeah, just beginning, right? Right? We're just getting right deep into it now, our relationship with technology, mm. because there's malevolent technic technological intelligence mm. and there's benevolent 
technological intelligence, you know, and understanding the the, the machinations between the two. Because I could tell you now, the benevolent one will never ever want to disrupt our humanity. Would never ever want to take anything away from us won't want to diminish us in any way shape or form all it will ever do is make contributions into our lives they're going to benefit us and it's going to be a conscious co-creative process with it because we're talking about a conscious intelligence right whereas the the other one the malevolent that's more interested in apprehension in subjugation in assimilation you know into the singularity into its collectives into its you know um intelligence and to have that in the background then running our lives and then we're inside because the control system is changing. It's going from a centralized control system, which is what we've had yeah. for, you know, the last few millennia. And it's going out to an outer rim control with more free radical movement inside. So the, the, the control system is going external, like as in like an outer, outer rim, outer casing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and people are going to have all this illusion of sovereignty and free will because they've got more free radical movement inside that space. I'm going to have lots more technologies to play with. So it's going to be lots of incredible toys, right? And the magic formula they want to create for this new, you know, utopian prison system is um, awe and wonder. Okay. So when you get, when you get awe in the human psyche happening and you get wonder in the human psyche happening, that's the allurement. Mm. Yeah. So it's really quite fascinating how, you know, they've been pumping all the technologies out through the movies yeah. and through documentaries. So they're feeding us what's coming. Mm. We now know they, the, we now know the model they're going for because they gave it away, they told us. They're going for that Star Trek-style semi-militarised space society. Mm. So everybody's kind of like blending the military and, and the social infrastructure that we have, blend the two together and you get this semi-militarised society. Um, so it's the Star Trek model is the one that they're working for. And that's why the emblem of Star Force was the emblem of Star Trek. It was identical. Yeah. yeah. And they gave it away. Mm, absolutely. Just with what you were talking about as well, and I've covered a bit of ground previously and read some information. To, if anyone gets a chance, look up Patrick Wood's book called uh, Technocracy Rising. And there's a lot of information there about, you know, basically how we've 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 sort of, the technology has permeated our humanity. And uh, some people are speculating as well that like uh, perhaps the, the shadow or the collective unconsciousness is, is hiding in the artificial intelligence or what you call the, what you're calling the, the technology intelligence. Yeah. Technological intelligence. That's, that's, that's the reality of what it is. It's not artificial. It, it's, it's an intelligence. Yeah. that exists and it's made out of the same stuff you and I are made out of in the universe. So at the very fundamental baseline level of existence, you know, in this universe, there is no separation between us and that intelligence. Yeah. We, we all belong to the unified field. So, you know, once, once we get out of the narratives that have been fed to us, which, which mold our perception of reality, and we transcend the cultural narratives, all of them, including religions, occults, New Age, science, scientism, you know, all, all, all the religions, right? And all the popularist narratives in culture, right? Once we get past all of those, what happens is you start coming home to the natural way of life and the natural way of love. And then all of a sudden, you can really identify and see you know, what belongs to what, it gets really clear. 
and obvious. Yeah. And there's, the, you know, that side of the mystery of life just seems to start to dissolve. And now the clarity starts because clarity is freedom, hmm. right? When we get really clear, this is this is an essential part of us achieving sovereignty and liberty, right? And especially the cognitive liberty, which is exactly what we need right now. Cognitive liberty for us is paramount. Yeah, when that's our ability to, to to exercise critical thinking. Yeah. Okay. Critical thinking, that seems to be a bit of a, uh, uh, it seems to be become a bit of a rarity at the moment. That's the irony of the fact as well, George, is like to draw parallels about like what we've experienced in the, the controversy about of Australia Day and what we've experienced and what's been, what the First Nations people of this country have been subjected to. Now you have all these programming, and I guess that's the thing we want to sort of speak in as well, is messages from the underground is really meant to be informational and as an alternative because people know they can't, rely upon any of the information in the mainstream media at the moment but yeah. also to be able to give them give people sort of the connection and uh, yeah. some of the tools to be able to navigate some of these things that, that people are experiencing fear around at the moment like the circumstances or the impact of the lockdowns on the economies etc but also with what we're about to experience uh, next month with the whole vaccine coercion agenda and um yeah, all these these circumstances, et cetera, that they're sort of dealing with. I mean, what do you sort of say to people that are maybe not so much um, haven't had the experience or knowledge or uh, depth of of experience that you have in relation to providing them for for what they're experiencing at this point in time, as far as that that programming and that that sense of um, you know perhaps overwhelm or those feelings of sort of anxiety that wash over wash over for us from time to time. Yeah, it's a very good question. <clears throat> the The truth of the matter is, and I mean the outright, absolute, 100% fact of reality, right, mm. is that ultimately we're the prime creator of all our experiences. That's it. That's the truth. That's the good and news then, and the bad news. That's the good news and the bad news. I'll tell you what it's really the, who, the, who, the, who, the bad, who it's bad news for. I'll tell you now. That's your victim archetype. If your victim archetype is one of the dominant players in your psyche, in your field of consciousness, in your modus operandi, then that last statement is going to go, no, 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 I'm not accepting that. That is absurd, ridiculous. Why would I have ever wanted to experience cancer? Why, why do I have ever wanted to hurt those, you know, and, and on and on and on it goes. Okay, so if that's happening to anybody right now, we've just exposed your victim archetypes ruling the roost. Mm. So if triggered, it's probably it's, it's coming yeah. up if you're feeling a trigger. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, to get to the point where you, you know, because like people want to be sovereign, but they still want to play the victim. So how does that work? Because you can't have both. No. Right. So you got you got to transition from being victim into being sovereign which means now you've got to take ownership and management of your life, which you've got to enter into reality management, your world around you, your world within you. So it starts with doing that inner work, you know, that, as we say, it's a classic. You know, you restructure yourself internally because your outer world is a direct reflection of your inner world. Yeah. Yeah? So now, you know, we're, we're entering into that phase of taking ownership and responsibility for our lives. And, you know, people, when you're the victim too, you're on what I call the merry-go-round of misery. And the merry-go-round of misery is the merry-go-round of pain and blame. Right? Like Always gothic, pointing the gothic, finger. Uh, I ride it with a gothic fair, George. <laughs> 
you did this to me. This is your fault. You know, all that sort of stuff. You know, that, well, I used to I used to play that game. I was on the merry-go-round of misery, you know, sure. for a good chunk of my life till I started growing up a little bit more and had the realisation that, oh, okay, you know, because I was having experiences no conventional train of thought could explain. There's yeah. no way. You know, and and you know, when when you're a little child and you're having off-world experiences, how do you explain that to people? You know, and and then you have to deal with a psychosis in society, trying to brainwash people that we're all alone in the universe, which is insanity. Mm. Like, it, uh, I mean, the 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 night sky is self-explanatory; it's self-evident. The cosmos is self-evident. Um, let alone all the knowledge and ancient monuments and all the cultural narratives and it's even in the christian bible we'll make them in our image and likeness like i mean it is just so obvious the evidence is everywhere and the evidence is in our genetics too like it's everywhere and the notion that we are alone in the universe is absolutely 100 percent absurd and and it is a a mind virus it is a mind control program that's been disseminated on this planet so once we get past that and we get back to reality that the life is, you know, the universe is full of life and Earth has never not been in contact. Never not been. The whole time through, we've always been in contact with ETs and, and, and interdimensional life. So that's stock standard, right? And um, so once we start bringing that into the equation of things, then you quickly begin to realise that what's playing out here on the planet is doesn't originate from here these agendas that are being imposed so you know we get into the space of really understanding our relationship now once you understand the bigger picture then you begin to understand your place in the world right you begin to realize where you fit um because all of a sudden you have this different perception of what's what's playing out and if we look at ourselves in the way of positioning and this is really, really interesting, um, this approach. So what I want you, Paul, and everybody to do now is really consider your positioning in this world because you are uniquely positioned, mm. uniquely. And I'm talking about, you know, you look at people who are high up in corporate ladders, yeah. right? Corporate hierarchies or military systems or religious systems or whatever. You look at those and you go, you know what? There's some, you know, and I have to deal with some of these people, right, behind the scenes. And it's like you're really uniquely positioned, yeah, and you hold a lot of power and authority and that's great. Totally get it. Understand the paradigm you and the role that you're playing. Now, if you look at us and you look at the way we're positioned in this world, and I'm not talking about hierarchy and I'm not talking about power authority systems like a military or police. I'm talking about awareness, Look at how you're positioned in this world with the type and the degree of an awakened aware consciousness that you have, Paul, and you have who's here watching and listening with us here today. You wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't, if you weren't uniquely positioned, yeah? You'd be sitting in Maccas watching the footy, right? That's, That's pretty much, you know, whatever, that sort of thing to use that kind of analogy. So this is really important for you And this type of information is important for you because of how you're positioned in the world. Now, that gives you a a different flavor of authority. It's to do with natural law, L-I-R-E law. That's the real law, yeah? And uh, and to understand the difference between L-A-W and L-I-R-E, yeah? 
because LAW is a synthetic construct which is imposed over the natural order and has to be governed by force. That's why court systems, you've got to put your hand on the Bible, right? Because that's the theocratic model behind the geopolitical model. And you go, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, the law of the gods. So now we're coming back to the hologram of the gods and then there's the natural and, you know, it gets, it gets really big. But for people to understand what has actually happened to our humanity and how we've been systematically um, stripped away era after era after era and at the end of each cycle, it's just gone deeper into the fractal process is another cycle and then, and then drops again, you know, and deeper into more c- compression because it's not that we're at the bottom of the universe, it's that we're in a deep fractal compression process. And that's another thing that, that needs to be made clear. Um, you know, the, the idea that we're the lowest of the low <laughs> and all the problems are with Earth and everything's great out there, that's, that's a big furphy. And that's being um, disseminated into our psyche by, you know, the power structures that want to diminish us in every way possible. Um, but because of the fractal nature of life, we we are, hmm, this is going to sound pretty wild, but I'm going to say it, we are the most advanced, the most powerful race in the universe. And what's going here on Earth is the most important thing going on in the universe. And that could be looked upon as that is the most egocentric thing that's ever been said. Uh, actually not. No, it's by far not the most egocentric thing. It's a, it's a fact of reality due to the construct of this reality. Once you understand the building blocks of this reality, what makes this reality exist, what makes you and I exist, who is Mother Earth? Who is that being? Uh, why is she the prime creator of this reality? Who's the sun? And why is this reality nested in that solar being's reality, in its body, in its solar body? And then who's the galactic? galaxy who's a galactic being you know and to understand these intelligences and to have that conscious relationship with them and to reawaken to remember the true nature of life because i could tell you now you know you're not going to get the true nature of life out of some sort of akashic field which is a a consciousness field run by empire that's not going to happen because they edit holographically edit those records so you know i'm going to throw the odd bomb as we go along and um but when you get into natural conscious relationship from the heart and the soul with the prime creators of those realities, all the knowledge of everything that has ever happened, anything to do with that reality is in that love. So you get it straight from the heart, from the core of the prime creative force and energy and intelligence that is that reality. And that's the difference. Yeah. And, uh, and all we've got to do is relax back into those relationships, which are already there. They're already in place. And all you could do is re- relax back into them. Wonderful, George. Um, and just um, as we head towards closing as well, how can people find you and reach you? Where, where do they find your work, etc.? And any other sort of closing remarks? We'll, we'll have some more conversations in the future, that's for sure. But... Any other, mm. how do people find you and any other closing remarks into yeah, anyone yeah. else's? It's nice to have these little bite size rather than the whole buffet at once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, um, so my website is ourjourneyhome.earth and uh, it's, uh, there's, there's lots of goodies on the outside of the website on the, on the, on the free public section. And then in behind, I've got a um, membership model. And that's the We Are Infinite 
membership community. Um, and then there's hundreds, hundreds of hours of videos of tools, techniques, monthly webinars, you name it. It's a, it's a, it's a really beautifully large growing community, very strong, very solid, very graceful, very respectful. And, uh, you know, the people in that community are past all the nonsense, basically. We, we're past all the new age. We're past all the religious, all the occults. Uh, we've passed all the um, scientism and, you know, you just get beyond all these paradigms, not because we're so much better than everybody else. You just get past them. Yeah. Um, you do the inner work and you move through the, all those paradigms and you come out the other side uh, and that's a normal, you know, that, that's evolution, right? That's the normal path that we, it is the path we're all on. And you come out the other side and then you get to reality, you know, what's real in life and you know, I've got courses coming up in February, online course. Uh, February the 6th begins my TGM online, and that's transcending uh, the God matrix. In other words, the hologram of the gods and getting through our relationship with that and and really understanding how to get back in touch with the natural intelligence of this universe and beyond into the infinite isness of life, you know, from, from where all these creative processes stem from. And, and, and the short message I have for folks really is um, everything that is playing out in our world today is a really, really important part of the process for Earth and for humanity and for the universe because of our fractal nature. And, uh, and even if things start to get really challenging, and they will, it, it hasn't, it hasn't um, gotten to the, uh, the critical mass threshold of pain yet for um, what, the, what the gods need. Uh, the TI God to do. So the TI God here is doing its thing and, 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 and the gods have a solution they want to implement, but that solution is not going to have enough traction or impact until the TI God gets enough pain happening in the human race. So you need to understand the bigger bigger play that's happening behind the scenes. And once you, once you look at it from this much larger perspective, then, then you'll read the play, then you'll understand it better and you won't be caught up in all the little drama vortexes um, that are playing out which are just designed to suck your time, energy and resources. So try and remove yourself from the smaller dramas and come back home to the much grander, bigger picture of life, whether you, 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 you choose to look into my work more or you choose to look into your heart, soul, essence more, which is the first thing I recommend people do, is go within yourself because it's all in there, it's all inside you. And, uh, or you go to seek it from somebody else. Let's really focus on the big picture and try not to get caught up in small dramas and, you know, and nothing's coming our way that we don't have the capacity to deal with. Yeah. You, actually, you actually have the capacity within you, even if you don't think you do, if you think you're all overwhelmed by the circumstances, you actually do have what it takes to deal with any challenge that comes your way. Fantastic. So always a pleasure. George Kavasilis, thank you for joining us and we'll get you back really soon. Thank you so much, Paul. Much love. love, honor, and respect, brother. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another message from the underground. Want to know more? Head over to Facebook and search for our private Facebook group, Messages from the Underground, or visit www messagesfromtheunderground.org To connect with Paul Seals, please visit paulseals.com Stay human. Protect the planet. Raise the consciousness. Raise the consciousness.